Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free Monday edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And we're not just here on Mondays. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday as well. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. So happy to have you back with us at the start of yet another week. It's a Monday. Nothing we can do about that, but we can try to make it a little less painful with today's show. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman, here sitting across the bat cave from me is your vice host, Mr. Eddie Pence. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy as happy Monday. as a Monday can be. <laughs> that means Friday's coming, though. That's true. So. Um, yesterday was Sunday, of course. That was the day of our live stream video event. I want to thank all the members of the uh, Garmy, the three and four star generals who showed up for our live event. It was really fun. It's a humdinger. You guys are uh, top <laughs> of your game, as always. Some great suggestions. One we're actually employing today on the show uh, you guys always come up with great ideas and uh, great feedback. Always great to hear from you. Um, today's show is, like I said, a good one. We've got the very funny Mr. Brad Williams as our guest all week long. I'll be sharing some of my conversation with him all week long, and I think you're going to enjoy that. Also, it's something that came up yesterday during the live stream event. One of our three or four star generals said that they don't know who I play on Family Guy. And they would appreciate it if we would review the episodes and let them know who I played. Well, it just so happened, last night was the premiere of season 17 of The Family Guy. Wow. So we're going to break down the episode, and I will clue you in on who I played last night. Two characters last night. Two. Yeah. I think it's going to be a busy season for me, so we'll have a lot Good to talk you. about. Yeah. But before we get to that, before we get to that... <laughs> I do want to talk about the uh, emails and phone calls we get from you guys. Always a great way to kick off the show. Did you get a bunch over the weekend? Emails and phone calls? Yeah. More well, so? Than yeah, yeah. We, people, they stack uh, up. People, uh, they do stack up over the airport. So uh, we've cleared the runway. We're bringing some in. We've got emails. Of course, you can always send me anything you want to talk about at ralph at theralphreport.com. And your voicemails as well. You can leave them at the Ralph Report hotline. one 833 ralph you can always reach me there. I didn't laugh that time. You I didn't try, laugh. Yeah. People laugh. Uh, chastised me for laughing laugh yesterday on the live stream because he always laughs when I talk about the hotline phone number. Here is, um, well, let, I'll let you listen to this one. This is kind of a serious one. And uh, it's Al Prado, who is one of our four stars. Always very supportive. Always sending in great ideas. And I felt so bad for him, but I wanted to play this because it, it really symbolizes the whole reason the Ralph Report exists. Here is Al. Hey, Ralph Alprado. Uh, I wanted to give you a serious message and thank you for what you, for what you do. I've um, been a fan of yours for many years since, since the uh, you know, Kevin Bean show, of course. Uh, this week I had my, my, my dog, my, you know, I'm, I'm a, he became a pet uh, a dog fan with, with this dog, Thunder, and he died after a simple surgery, after complications. He just literally bled to death, and it's been tragic and horrible. My wife and I are, you know, it's like, you know, um, it's, it's like losing a family member, and uh, it's been a very tough week for for both of us. But listening to your show in the morning, and you and Eddie, you know, going back and forth, it's um, 
has brought has made me laugh, and that's what I've needed this week. So uh, thank you so much for all you do, and uh, for bringing joy to uh, to everybody. And uh, love you, mean it, and lick my balls. Thanks. Bye. How sweet is that? That's so nice, um, Al. That's the reason we do it. I mean, yeah, it's it's a job, but also if we can make your day a little bit brighter when it's a shitty day like losing a beloved pet then uh, by all means it kind of makes everything worthwhile yeah. we're both uh, dog owners ourselves yeah. so we can appreciate your pain and we're so sorry for what you and your wife are going through but uh, we're with you buddy okay Hang in there we're there with you this call came in and i think this is another suggestion we were talking about during the uh, live stream event yesterday people saying they would like to, more access to some audio from the show and i think this person has a great idea hey ralph so Here's the deal. Every day I listen to your show, and every day when you do holiday or holiday, I look forward to the ending. And it makes me laugh. And so if you love us, you will find a way for us to get that as a ringtone. That would be so fantastic. And then if you accidentally forget to play it, Nobody will fuck with you. Have a great day. That's an idea, right? Downloadable ringtones from the Ralph Report. I think that's a great idea. We can come up with a whole bunch of them. I I, I know some people would like to have this one. It's wrong. They'd like to have that as their their, (laughs) their ringtone. Every time the phone rings, maybe this. I like that one. You like that one better? That's much better. Fuck you, Andy! It's a whole bunch we can offer. Man, I had to deal with that when I was in grade school. Did you really? Oh, God. Yeah. All the time. I feel bad for you, man. Uh, I deserved it, I'm sure. And uh, lastly, this phone call shows you what a smart bunch the Garmy is. So bright, so absolutely right on about most things, but particularly about this topic. Okay, this message is um, for Eddie Pence. (laughs) What the hell, man? Scrapple is delicious. Mm -hmm. It's one of the greatest (laughs) breakfast meats Ever Preach. created. Preach, sister. Not a breakfast Seriously, meat. I need to come over to the Pennsylvania German area yeah. out here, right outside of Philly, mm-hmm. where Ralph is from, yep. so you can really get some of the greatest food you've ever had. Oh, yep. It's Jesse writing PA, Colin. Bye. Thank you, Jesse. You're oh. absolutely right. Could not be writer. Scrapple is, oh. well, it's, it, they call it God's food. <laughs> Why do they do not call well, it Everybody God's calls food. it God's that food. Sure they do. God's food. Everybody calls it God's it's, food oh. because if God ate, that's what he'd eat. That's what oh. they always say. That's what the Pope well, says. He would eat the scraps he of would, a pig. Because he'd waste not, want not, saith the Lord. <laughs> Why just... I don't know. It's Monday and I'm goofy <laughs> as shit and I'm just making stuff up. It's God's food. Thanks to everybody who uh, sent in your emails and phone calls over the weekend. I get through them all. I listen to them all. I read them all. But can't always get back to you. So I like to share them here on the show. Also on a Monday, what I like to do when I have the opportunity is talk about the weekend and what I learned. And today is Monday. So it's time for me to talk about the top three things I learned this weekend. The top three things I learned this weekend. All right. The number three thing I learned this weekend. Number three. Spell check is ruining mankind. Why do you say that? Because I used to know how to spell stuff. And I used to work at it. I used to try to type correctly. Now you don't even care. If I get in the fucking ballpark, (laughs) if I want to type circus and it comes out crankpuss i just if i just get some of the letters i don't even get i don't even try anymore to type yeah. well i just i'm so sloppy 
And I think every other word I have to look up and correct it on the computer because the spell check is correcting it for me because I just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, you just kind of fly through it. And you Does see the anybody red, the worry about spelling line. anymore? Probably not. We, I, we all used to we used to work at it, Because you used right? to get tested at it in school. I mean, it was a big thing. Like, my son's in fourth grade. They don't have spelling tests. They don't. No. My kid does. They de-emphasize spelling. They just want you to get your idea on paper. Wow. You write and write and write and then work on spelling later. Your kid's in a lot of trouble. But that's that's LAUSD. They just don't oh, they, focus. They don't have time for spelling. <laughs> don't focus on spelling. Wow. They yeah, don't. My kid still learns how to spell, and I learned how to spell, and I used to pride myself on really being an excellent speller. We had spelling tests in first, second, third. Like, you had them every week. We had a spelling test. And spell check was a useful tool for me when I started using a computer. Yeah. But now I am so lazy and sloppy <laughs> when it comes to typing that if it's flimpstrimp, and maybe that's Thursday. Oh, I don't even use punctuation anymore. Like, I'm, if I'm typing can't, I just C-A-N-T, and then it does it for me. Like, it'll do the squiggly line. And just... It's the beginning of that <laughs> Wally thing. We're all going to be floating around just on those just big blobs big of chairs just doing nothing. Mass. It's the beginning of the computers doing everything for us. Just make us completely stupid. Also, this is what I learned this weekend. Boy, did I learn this in a big, bad way. This was number two. Number number two. two. The worst people in the world. I have identified them. There's a really? lot of bad people you located in the world. Them? I've, but I've, I've located the worst people Where? in the world this weekend. Are they in the valley? I had to drive down to my father's house. He lives down at, towards near San Diego. Okay. It was his birthday this weekend. We had to drive back and forth. And both ways, it took us an extra, I want to say, 40 minutes on the freeway because of the worst people in the world. <laughs> who the are fucking looky-loos. Oh. The goddamn people who Always. slow down to look at an accident should be vaporized. <laughs> if we can invent a disintegration gun, they should have one cop at every accident just, just pointing it at the people who dare to slow down those ghouls who want to see if someone is bloody and dismembered by the side of the road. Just to totally disintegrate them in their car. Because I had thought about shooting them, but then they would crash their car and that would that make just, a bigger slowdown. And that brings on more looky-loos. But if we vaporize them, if we disintegrate them, then we can all just go about our business. Who does that? I don't know. I try to get by it as fast as humanly possible. Absolutely. Because yeah. A, it's none of your goddamn business. B, there's nothing you can do to help. And three, some of us have some place yeah. to fucking go. Yeah. As long as you're not endangering someone trying to get around it, you need to get out of there. If you have to go slow because it's all the way in the road and you have oh, to slow... Of course, slowly, if there's yeah, some but, sort of hazard. But, but who actually looking, slows down to look and see what's happening? Uh, that's the worst. Especially when it's like three lanes over and they're going slow in that really far lane Don't, trying to look across. And people say, well, that's human nature. Bullshit. It may be human nature, but you know what else we can do? We can overcome that by making a choice to say, you know what? I'm not going to Have do that. Have some respect for the poor people in the accident and move along. And also respect for the people who are behind you who may have someplace yeah. to go and something to do. Yeah. If your life is just an aimless mess and you got time to sit around looking at accidents, fine. But the rest of us have someplace to be. God damn it. Both ways. And you know that what I'm talking about, that drive back and forth. Oh, on I a know. good day. On a good day. You're two and a half hours, right? Yeah, that's yeah, if you're... Another that's... half an hour easy both ways. <laughs> oh, it sucks. Because of goddamn accidents and the people slowing down to look. I was so furious. And my wife's like, calm down. You know, let's, you, you know that people do that. Why do Were people do that? Were you yelling? No, because the kid was in the car. So I try to be the best <laughs> example I can be while I'm driving. Because they say, you know, even at this age, they pick that stuff up. And when they become drivers themselves, they will em emulate you. I'm a terrible driver with my kid in the car. So I, I really try to exhibit the best, most patient behavior I can behind the wheel when my kid is watching. But man, I was seething. It And it's even worse when it's like nothing. When like somebody's oh. changing a tire or something. 
they really should be yeah. vaporized. They should be removed from the planet. <laughs> or when you get and up I'm there, not overstating that. you get that. up there and there's just nothing. I'm like, why are you... Was it just a fender bender? Are they, oh. Oh. And uh, number one this weekend. Number one. is also auto-related, but it is not uh, my driving. I also had a circumstance uh, to drive in an Uber car this weekend. I talk about Uber quite a bit because... I drinks a bit. Yeah, a little bit. And I don't ever get behind the wheel when I'm Smart, drinking. man. Not even one. If I'm going to have one drink, I don't get behind no the wheel. There's no reason to. So I use Uber quite frequently. There needs to be an Uber law, a new Uber law, which uh, regulates the amount of cologne any one <laughs> Uber driver can wear. Because I got into an Uber over the weekend, and it was... It looked like a Cheech and Chong movie when you get in there and the smoke just comes billowing out. But what I, it was that vapor of, instead of pot smoke, it was it was Dracar Noir vapor or something. I could taste it. That's how much oh. cologne was in that in that oh. in that ride. Oh. That can't be healthy. Allowed. Good. It can't be allowed. Hey, well, like when you get into a taxi, you expect a certain level of smell. But when you get into an Uber, that's why I don't take taxis. Yeah. I've, I'm chew- I'm opting out and I'm trying to go for a higher level of ride. And why is it so hard for him not to douse himself with whatever he's maybe wearing? Maybe he feels he really smells in there. Or maybe the person before you smelled really bad. No, this was him. And he's trying to get rid of it. This was him because uh, he shook my hand afterwards and my <laughs> hand smelled ringing wet and like, <laughs> smelled like polo or whatever the fuck he was wearing for the rest of the night. Going, what, where is that coming from? It was my hand. That You can't do that. They should, they should have a regulation saying if you're an Uber driver, you cannot wear strong scents yeah. of any kind. It was goddamn ridiculous. Sweating your car and Axe body spray. Oh, it was brutal. So just, it, I'm just, I don't, I can't be on the road anymore any <laughs> any possible way. It's just, they get me coming and going. It's I, the universe telling you to stay home. That's what it's doing. Anyway, that was the uh, top three things I learned this weekend. The top three things I learned this weekend. All right, let's enjoy things the best we can by taking a look at the calendar on the wall here in the Batcave. And we established yesterday to an inquisitive three or four star general, there's not actually a giant it's a big, calendar. Giant metaphorical. It's a, it's a big symbolic, Cal- symbolic calendar. calendar. It's in our brains. But uh, every day <laughs> of the year, 365 days, there is holidays associated with them. And we like to take a look and break them all down with this segment we call... Holiday or Holiday? Holiday or Holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. I got an uh, agitated email over the weekend from somebody who said, stop explaining every segment you do. Stop really? setting it up over and over again. We have been listening. We listen every day. We know what it is. I don't think it's that long of an introduction you're giving. I don't it. either. And what if it's somebody's first show they're ever listening? Like, to? what the hell is this? And that guy, the guy also addressed that said they'll catch on soon enough. It's like, geez, what a prick. Where's <laughs> what kind of hurry is he in? I, I, it'd be different if you went into a ten minute spiel about it every it's time. Just a brief recap f- of what the segment's about. Fifteen seconds. Holy lord, he's a looky loo. <laughs> he's a looky loo. You can tell vapor. <laughs> I need one of those ray guns. <laughs> I need a disintegrator gun. All right. It is uh, Monday, October 1st. Already in October, man. It's nuts. Has, uh, has your boy figured out what he's going to be for Halloween yet? Deadpool. Deadpool. And I got to try to figure out how to make that costume. Not an easy costume to make. Wow. Not an easy costume to wear either. No, it's not because it's a mask and it's all spandex. And Halloween in Los Angeles is usually about 82 degrees yeah. when you're out there. It's and he's got to wear that mask all night long. And he's got to see through it. Yeah. He, he was Luke Skywalker last three years. Oh, which simple. was easy. Simple costumes to make. All three, all the original trilogy costumes are simple. 
But this one is this one's this is a challenge for me. Oh, I and I like to make them. I, it's, that's a fun oh, part. Of course, of it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, my kid, uh, she she needs a couple costumes. <laughs> Can't have just one. Because <laughs> she, she ends up going to like four, four parties, parties a year. There's, there's a parade at school or a party at school. Exactly. And, and you know how the ladies are. They don't like to wear the same outfit twice on she, the social uh, occasion. What is so. she thinking? Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, oh, she wants to be a zombie mermaid. Oh, that's cool. Which would be cool. That's a cool one. And a donut. She's going to be a donut. So we have to sew together a giant donut and fill it up with some uh, pillow stuffing and everything and make her be a donut. So that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Starting early this year. All right. Today is October 1st. These holidays are all associated with the day. It is CD player day. I never thought I would see a day that is a day dedicated to the nostalgia for the CD. CD. That's sad. You know, people have nostalgic days for records. You know, they have like record store day. Talk about the old times when they had vinyl. Eight track. Now there's a there's a nostalgia day to look back on the old CD. It's going to get that way with DVDs and Blu-rays. That's kind of going. It already. I mean, everything's digital downloads now. So it's but music especially. Yeah. I still I have a CD player in my car. I still use it. Yeah. So do I. I got a whole goddamn box full of CDs. Whole, what am I supposed to do with them? A thing you keep in the car that stacks them yeah, all. It's like exactly. a little briefcase of CDs. Well, apparently, we are part of history <laughs> because today is the day to celebrate the old history of the CD player. Compact disc. They start by saying, you know, every holiday has a little written blurb for it on these calendars. Yeah. This one says, do you remember the CD player? Oh Do you know God. what CD stood for? Oh, like, oh my God, I'm ancient. It can't be going that fast. We do. It was for compact disc. <laughs> you can't even buy a computer now with a CD drive in it. I know. I had to search to find the one I got. You got to buy a computer and then buy an external CD drive and plug it into it. Um, the CD player was introduced in 1982. I guess it is kind of a ways ago. Yeah, it is a ways ago. I didn't think it was that. I thought it was newer than that. Yeah. The original price for a CD player? $5,000. not far off. $2,200. Oh $2,200 for a single CD player. <laughs> the average price of a CD when they first came out? $50. Uh, $35 to $45. Okay, yeah. And the very first album. Do you know the very first album released on CD? No. This is pretty interesting trivia. It was in 1985, and it, all the others Wait, were so released. Was a CD player, but there was no album. No, they were they, they were released exclusively on CD. Oh, there wasn't a, there no wasn't tape. a vinyl. There, there wasn't no a tape. vinyl or tape version gotcha, of this album. Gotcha, it was gotcha. the first album released exclusively in the new format like, of CD. I just dropped two grand on no, this. No, we, and I can't we had. Play anything you know, but these were all. Uh, they, they used to take. They wouldn't even like mix them for compact disc. They would just take the audio off like a di- of a vinyl or a, or a cassette. And they would just burn it to oh, no, CD, CD, and that's what you listen to. But this was the first album specifically released in the new technology. Oh. It was Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms. Really? It was the first CD in 1985 that was released. And it quickly became the first, as you can imagine, to sell over a million copies. Oh, because it was the only one. It was the only one, yeah. I think I, I, bought, I, think I mentioned it before. I bought a live Rush album was my first I CD. I remember you yeah. saying that, yeah. I'm trying to remember what my first CD was. I think... It was probably Let It Be, I think. It was oh, really? The Beatles. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, if you have a CD player, enjoy it, because apparently you're old as fuck. <laughs> That's what they're telling me, anyway. It's also World Day of Bullying Prevention Day. Good. Around the world, don't hey. bully people. Hey, bullies. God damn it. 
Uh, Eddie apparently got bullied. I got quite bullied a bit. quite a bit as a he, child. He got bullied with with this thing. Fuck you, Eddie. Kids would bully him with that. I would. The people would tease me with Eddie spaghetti, meatball eye, put them in the oven, make French fries, wow. and that saying would drive me nuts as a child. Would and you, they would. Would you keep, lash out physically? I would get very upset. I was. I was like in second, third grade. I would just lose my mind over that because they kept saying it and saying it. Yeah, that's cruel. I hate bullies. I. Uh, I got stuff with Ralphing as a uh, as a uh, euphemism for vomiting. Yeah, which largely had died down until the the, the uh, nominee for the Supreme He's Court. He brought lots of stuff back. He brought that back. Boofing's yeah. back. Boofing is back too. I gotta say, a lot of people noticing that his version of boof and your version of boof are they line up. They're in sync. He's guilty. Anyway, don't bully, and if you see people bullying, uh, vaporize them. Yeah, treat them like you would looky lose. Take them out. It's National Hair Day. Congratulations, oh, everybody st- who has hair. I still have mine. I'm happy still with have that. yours. I still have mine. We're happy with that. It is National Hair Day. I don't take it for granted. <laughs> it was created by, however, a company that uh, creates hair products and styling tools and stuff like that. Well, I that always was... find those a little cheesy yeah. when there's a commercial uh, reason behind it. But look, we all love hair, don't we? On certain places. Well, certain places. It's not just generally hair everywhere. That, that Uber driver I had, by the way. That was another issue. He had all kinds of hair coming <laughs> out of his... That's why he had all the body spray. Uh, there's a lot of hairy people who don't need to cover Usually up their Usually when smell. you're super hairy, you no. do He didn't kinda... seem like an unkept, dirty guy. He didn't seem like he was a guy who smelled. He looks like he took a shower and then also took a uh, industrial-sized <laughs> drum of, of something. <laughs> that was brutal. The car. Uh, it's Fire Pup Day. Uh, these are the Dalmatians, of course, who work with all the firemen. I didn't know this, but they started being used in the 1700s. Dalmatians did? Yes, because they were trained as carriage dogs, and the early fire trucks naturally were uh, horse-drawn fire carts. That's how they used to put the What was the their actual out. function? They would run alongside the horses and keep them on track. Okay. They would, like like cattle dogs. Almost like herders. You know? like exactly. Herding, yeah, gotcha. And also they would get traffic out of the way for the horses as they were coming through. <laughs> just throw their bodies in front of them. Like well, they'd bark and stuff and make a lot of noise. And they I've heard they're terrible the pets, though, for dogs. Like, you know, I always love the look of the Dalmatians. I heard they're, uh, they're not good with children. But I heard they're awful pets. They're oh, yeah. really inbred. Yeah. They're prone to deafness because of that. They've yeah. got a lot of genetic issues, and they're not a pleasant dog. Yeah, it's not a good Now, of course, dog. having said that... <laughs> What was I thinking? It's not good. We're going to be deluged with Dalmatian owners who will be threatening our lives and boycotting (laughs) our show now. So It's just what I've heard, that they're not a good child dog. And there are plenty of dogs out there that are not good children dogs. That's true, yes. So I'm sure, but we're sure the Dalmatian is a lovely, yours is different. Not knocking the breed. Right. Believe us now when we say your Dalmatian is special. It's the (laughs) best one. It's also National Child Health Day. Speaking of keeping your kids safe, yeah. this day started in 1928, a resolution of Congress and the President of the United States, a joint resolution between those two powers, proclaimed Child Health Day in 1928. That's when kids were getting like polio and shit. And yeah, and well, that's also they need them for the factories, too. That's true. They got to keep them that, working. They need right? that child labor. Keep them healthy so they can keep making pitchforks Shoes or whatever they were making forks. back in the day. <laughs> Anyway, it is uh, this day as well. So obviously, uh, take care of your child's health and uh, don't be don't be dumb. Don't be like Eddie's parents and your your kid gets rabies because you never <laughs> took care of your dog and gave it its shots. I'm probably remembering that wrong. What the hell are you thinking? I don't know. Uh, and lastly, you know, we always like to keep a food related day at the end to test Eddie to see whether he would eat something or not. I think this one. I'm not even going to go with the uh, drum roll because I think this is a slam dunk. I can't imagine there's anyone who doesn't like to celebrate National. Homemade cookie day. Oh, yeah. Homemade cookies. Love homemade cookies. Do you cookies. make cookies? I do make cookies. 
What kind of cookies do you make? Uh, usually chocolate chip cookies. Do you now? Do you make them from scratch, or do you cut off the uh, the get the the big roll of cookie dough um, and just cut the slices off and pop them? I'm on half the and half with it. I'll get the Toll House cookie dough, and then other times I will make them from scratch. Son of a biscuit! Look well, at you. I will you. make them from scratch. Look with, at you, Mister Mom. You know, different types of chocolate chips, milk chocolate, sweet chocolate, semi sweet chocolate. How about uh, M and M's? I'll throw M and M's in there. That's oh, always a good cookie. That's a good mix. Have you ever done the the peanut butter cookie with the M and M's? No, no. You ever done a peanut butter cookie with a uh, with a, a, a Hershey's Kiss? I've done those. I've done those. Yeah, that's a good yeah. mix. Too. Not a huge fan of peanut butter cookies, but for fuck's sake, when I can just go with a regular chocolate chip cookie. But um, how can you not combine the great taste of peanut butter and chocolate? I didn't say I don't like. I just I, I if choosing, I would choose regular chocolate chip. Cookie. Do you eat peanut butter? Just regularly peanut butter. Occasionally, I guess. I'll eat a Reese's cup. That's peanut butter, right? Right, but how about like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? No, I don't like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. My wife drives my wife nuts. I don't like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You are... I don't like them. I've never liked them, ever. As a child, I hated them. What? I don't know how this got off. We were cookies, and now we're talking about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Because invariably, you'll find some way just to... (laughs) Poison the well of conversation by being insane. I've never liked peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Ever. <sighs> Fuck you, Andy! I hate them. It's my least favorite. It's one of my least favorite sandwiches. <laughs> it's. it's a draw. My wife wants to murder me over it because she loves ridiculous. them. She eats them like three well, days a week. Well, you know why? Because everybody loves them. <laughs> everybody on the planet. I don't like them. I just some with the jelly and the peanut butter, the bread. I just. You're no. spectacular. I know. All right. I got I got to I for my head explodes. I got to stop this now. It's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. It's a Monday, so we like to take a look at the top 10 movies at the box office. See what people went to see over the weekend in theaters. Number 1 I don't want to say I called it, but I called it. Night School came in at number one. Did it? With $28 million no. at the box office this weekend. Eddie thought it was going to be Smallfoot. I thought it would. You weren't far behind. $23 million. Oh, so close. So a mere $5 million difference so between those two films. Then The House with a Clock in Its Walls, the Jack Black uh, magical comedy, 20, uh, Excuse me, $12 million made it number three. A Simple Favor with $6 million came in at number four. The Nun was fifth. Then Hellfest. Really? That low? That horror movie we were raving about the ingenuity of. Apparently, no one gave a rat's ass. No one gave a flying. It only made $5 million this weekend. Really? Yep. It, oh, my God. I thought it'd be The Nun for sure. I thought so, too. Crazy Rich Asians came in at number seven. Then the new Predator movie that Eddie just Ugh, loved, garbage. by the way. Big you ever want to have... Steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> if you want to see Eddie get steamed, oh. bring up the new Predator my movie. God. White Boy Rick was number nine, and then Peppermint, the new Jennifer Garner action film, rounding out the top ten. Congratulations to Gwyneth Paltrow and her boyfriend, Brad Falchuk. They got married over the weekend at a private Hampton ceremony uh, on Saturday. The Hamptons there, Hamptons rather, in New York. And uh, a moment of silence for Brad Falchuk, by the way, because that, that fucking poor should, bastard. Should we ring a bell or something? Man, what's that got to be like? I can't imagine. Talk about your high maintenance. Imagine being married to the Queen of no, Goop. No, I could not. She must be relentless. I mean, you with must. With her vaginal steaming, and you got you to gotta rub kale on your ass before you take a shit. And who knows what kind of weird shit he's got to live with She just must be so busy, and he's got to have a lot of hobbies where they just don't. Maybe twice a week they see each other. It seems 
seems like he did it willingly. I don't think he was, uh, he was coerced. Madness. That's sad news. One of the founders of the legendary 60s band Jefferson Airplane has passed away. Co-founder, singer, and songwriter Marty Ballin has passed away at the age of 76. He was an aspiring folk singer back in 1965, and he was working at a club called The Matrix. And that was kind of quickly became the center for the alternative culture of the 60s in San Francisco. And it was there he met the other members of the band like Paul Kantner and Grace Slick. And they all came together and created what is really the sound of San Francisco in the 60s, for sure, Jefferson Airplane. Then the group broke up in the end of the 60s, and they got back together again. They reformed as Jefferson Starship. So much cooler. And had a whole nother group of hits. You know, in the 60s, they were primarily known for their sort of acid rock, like Don't You Want Somebody to Love and things yeah. like that. And then the 70s, they got kind of uh, much more commercial and poppy, and they did uh, We Built the City. That, of yeah. course, was their big hit. And then Marty Ballin, he wrote and sang lead on this song. It was a big hit for them called Miracles. Slow dances to that school of dances, I can tell you that much. Uh, Kevin Spacey has been sued by an anonymous masseur for sexual bar- ba- battery. Excuse me. Uh, this masseur, now a masseur is the male version of, the, a masseuse. Mas- of the masseuse. Yeah, the masseuse female is the version. female and the gotcha. masseur is the male version. He was hired to give Kevin Spacey a massage in 2006, he claims. And then he was a victim of, listen to this list of crimes, sexual battery, assault, gender violence, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and false imprisonment. What? Yes. He said he was brought to Kevin Spacey's Malibu place to give him a massage. He was led into the massage room. If you've got a massage room in your house, you're living pretty well. You should already have a masseuse. (laughs) That's true. You You have a massage room. room. At that point, Kevin Spacey allegedly locked the door behind them, he said. The uh, man says that Spacey complained of having some pain or discomfort in his groin area and needed to be massaged there. It was then that he was forced, forced, I say, to touch Kevin Spacey's genitals. Biff from Back to the Future? (laughs) What kind of come online is that? In the first instance, the man claims his hand was forced onto Kevin Spacey's scrotum and testicles. He was forced to touch him, and then... He, uh, he, he he recoiled, he said, but continued with the session. First of all, bad on okay. you if that's the case. Uh. Kevin Spacey again grabbed the plaintiff's hands, according to the lawsuit, and this time forced the plaintiff to rub his penis, scrotum, and testicles. At that point, Kevin Spacey tried to kiss the masseur, and he was groped and offered oral sex by Kevin Spacey. Uh, this man says that he is uh, he's seeking unspecified damages, according to the suit, because as a result of that conduct, he has suffered... Uh, pain and emotional distress, economic harm, loss of earnings, and other damages. Here's my whole thing about this. If this guy wasn't Kevin Spacey, this guy's not suing. Yeah, no. And and here's my thing. If he did all these things to you and, and he damaged you, then call the fucking cops. But this lawsuit bullshit, when someone's trying to cash in after the fact on this stuff, yeah. I really resent it because I think it takes the wind out of the sails of actual sexual assault cases where people are true victims and they're trying to get justice. This sounds to me like a cash grab. That's now, this it, may yeah. have happened. This may have happened. 
but this guy should have gone to the police and pressed charges if that was the case. Immediately, yeah. Don't come back after the fact just with a civil suit and try to make some money. And did he say how the the whole thing ended? Did he run out? Did he leave? Did he stay there for the whole massage? Uh, He says, it says, uh, the man refused. Kevin Spacey attempted to kiss him, at which point he was groped and offered oral sex by Spacey. And then it just... And I assume he left after that. And I'm not saying that it didn't happen. I believe him. And I'm not saying it's not uncomfortable. And I know people in the massage game often have to put up with this kind of bullshit. Yeah. But I think it stinks to high heaven when somebody does this and they go for a money lawsuit after the fact versus going right to the The authorities and filing charges. Filing charges. Because that's what really has to happen is these people have to pay a price that involves legal action not just write you a check and then it all yeah or just come out with the story and do it and just drop the legal thing drop the money you know not not the legal thing but drop the lawsuit yeah i think it's when you're trying to make money you're trying to grab money from it it seems weird yeah speaking of awful weird people kanye west is back in the news i don't know if you saw of any of his uh he changed his name right not that i know of i thought he changed it to yay or ye well he always goes by ye kanye officially by yay and uh yay is in the news because he was on Saturday Night Live this weekend. Yes. Wearing his MAGA hat. His Make was he? Make America Great hat again. Yeah. And he went off on a rant, uh, very pro-Trump, and that was one thing, and that's fine. I don't care about that. But then he's tweeted over the weekend that they need to abolish the 13th Amendment. Uh, for those of you who aren't civic students, the 13th Amendment was the amendment that made slavery illegal. And he said they need to abolish that. Here was his tweet. Uh, he said his hat, his MAGA hat, he was wearing it in the picture, by the way, when he uh, tweeted, that the hat represents good and America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource jobs to other countries. We will build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment. A lot of people were upset that he was suggesting that we make slavery legal again. He's out of his fucking mind. And he said, well, maybe we'll just amend it. Maybe we'll just amend the 13th Amendment. Amend it to amendment. what? There's no amend. It's just, it's... It's, it's all, there it, or it's not there. You're, you're all in or you're not Slavery's when it comes to slavery. legal or illegal. There's no ab- amendment. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Michael Rappaport, by the way, called out West's tweet and said, when you say we, you're talking about Kendall and them, right? He said, because you're not talking about us. <laughs> and also, Soledad O'Brien said, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery. Re-upping this from last time, ye is truly an idiot. Message sent with distaste for idiocy. So, uh, yeah, it's... We need to stop listening to this guy and paying attention Why, why does anyone give him any attention? Because uh, he, he's... Because he's... Uh, I guess he's fascinating. I guess he's... Controversy is always fascinating. It's just looky loo. It's looky loo. It's looky true. You're right. That's all it is. It's it's looky loo. That's the only people who give him attention. Are like, oh my god, you believe he's saying this? And I, and that's the reason he's got to do it, right? Do you think he's really sick? I I vary in my opinion of him. Sometimes I think he's genuinely mentally ill. I think he's, and then sometimes I I think he knows exactly what he's doing and he's just trying. I think he's like the president and the fact that he's a total narcissist. And if his name isn't in the headlines each morning, Mm. it bothers him to the point of like, Oh, how do I get my name back in the headlines? Yeah. How do do I get people talking about me? And I'll just say what I need to say to make that happen. And along those lines, Lindsay Lindsay Lohan is in the news. I don't know if you saw this or not, but she tried to, initially help a Syrian family that was homeless. She was on (laughs) Instagram doing a live Instagram video trying to help a Syrian family of four she spotted on the street. 
She started talking to them in a weird combination of English and what she claims was Arabic, but no one could really identify it. <laughs> she made up her own language. <laughs> she kind of did. She was offering them a hotel room, and she didn't understand what the, she was saying. And, and so they all got up and started to walk away from her because they were terrified. Because she's just some crazy woman. Crazy. So she started to grab their children. No. To try to get no. them to go with her to a hotel room. No. At that point, the mother of the family pushed her to the ground. Good. And Lindsay started to cry, saying she was so scared. It's an amazing video. you got to check it out. <laughs> Don't take my word for it. It's really, it's, it's spectacular. What's wrong with these people? And lastly, I did, I missed out. I didn't know this was such a thing, but apparently it is. Do you know uh, the movie Hocus Pocus? Yes. I've Bet, heard the movie. Bette yeah. Midler. Yes. And Kathy Najimy and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. I've heard the movie. I've heard of the movie. They three witches, yeah. and it's the 25th anniversary of that movie. I didn't know it deserved an anniversary date. You have no idea. They're having a reunion television special are they? to bring back the cast of that movie and talk about it. I had no idea it had such a I hardcore didn't... following. I remember the movie, but I didn't know it was that big of a Apparently movie. Apparently it does. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy will be there, as well as the director of the film, Kenny Ortega. They will all be there to talk about the history and success of Hocus Pocus 25th anniversary Halloween bash which will be on Freeform, which apparently is a, is a channel somewhere. <laughs> the only person, by the way, who's not associated with it so far is Bette Midler, who I assume has a career and has yeah, things to like, why are we do. doing this? So she won't be back for that. But if you're a fan of Hocus Pocus... She barely remembers Hocus Pocus. But if you're a fan of Hocus Pocus, it's going to be on Freeform sometime this month, so you can check it out. All right, let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on this day, October 1st. One of the greats, truly... One of um, the greatest singer, actress, movie performers of our time, anytime. Julie Andrews celebrates her 83rd Mary birthday Poppins. today. She's a goddamn national treasure. Yes, she is. Maria Von Trapp from The Sound of Music. Mary Poppins herself. She well, is, she's from uh, England. She can't be a national treasure. That's here. true. An international, international treasure. How treasure. about that? There we go. Well, she, she's from England, but she made movies here. Oh, we, yeah. Uh, we, we, I know, we, but we, she's not. We from. started her. She was on Broadway and everything. <laughs> we gave her her big break, okay? She's our national treasure. <laughs> Spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. Medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. She's so goddamn charming. She's 83 years old today. Can't sing anymore though. By the way, oh, that's, that's sad. so sad. She had uh, amazing voice. surgery on her vocal cords. Oh, and it went wrong. It got botched. And she can't really? sing anymore, which is tragic. Uh, actress Stella Stevens is 80 years old today. Actor Randy Quaid, who's batshit crazy, by the <laughs> way. Cousin Eddie. He is 68 years old. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. Uh, drummer from the band called the Jayhawks, Tim O'Regan, celebrates his 60th birthday today. If you don't know the Jayhawks, you're missing out. One of my favorite songs is by the band the Jayhawks, and it's called Blue. And when I was, there was a, there was a jukebox in the bar I used to drink at. Back in the 90s. This was on their jukebox. And I used to get people so angry because I would play it about every third song. You brought me through.
Isai Morales is 56 years old today, very talented actor. Christopher Titus, stand-up comedian and actor, is 54. Do you know Christopher Titus at all? I did my first TV appearance on Comedy Central. He was the host of the... I did Live at Gotham on Comedy Central, and he was the host for that show. And Son of a biscuit. My very first TV appearance, he was, you. he was the host. Uh, model actress Cindy Margolis is 53 years old today. Singer-guitarist Kevin Griffin from the band Better Than Ezra is 50 years old today. Biggest Better Than Ezra hit? I'm guessing he's, well, porcelain is up there, but I'm thinking good. Actor, comedian Zach Galifianakis is 49 years old today. Comedian Beck Bennett on Saturday Night Live. He is 34. Actress Journey Smollett-Bell, who we were just talking about. She's going to be in the new Black Canary on uh, Birds of Prey. She's 32 years old. Another superhero, Brie Larson, going to be Captain America herself, 29 years old. And saxophonist Captain Jerry... Marvel. I'm sorry, what did I say? Captain America. Oh, that would be hot to have a <laughs> See, female Captain America. You. Thank you. Uh, Captain Marvel, yes. Uh, Brie Larson is 29 years old today. And saxophonist Jerry Martini of a band called Sly and the Family Stone is 75 years old today. One of the great soul R&B bands of all time. And he was a great saxophonist for the band as well. Here's a little taste of Jerry's work. <laughs> Afro, I could have been in fly, Sly and the Family Stone. <laughs> that, that was what was holding you Just, back. I was just one have, Afro away. They have perm kits. You could have done it. I could have. You're right. Those are the celebrity birthdays, and that's the showbiz beat. And this came up yesterday during the live stream event. Folks wanted to know what roles I play on any given episode of the terrific hit Fox comedy series, Family Guy. I've been doing the show for about 15 years now. They counted them up the other day. Over 200 episodes of Family Guy has featured my voice. That's great. You know how many characters you played on? I have no idea. I really don't. I should have kept a better track really, crazy. for my career. But uh, last night was the first episode of the brand new season, and I was two different characters in that show, so I thought I'd break them down for you. Last night, if you saw the show, it was a great episode. Brian the dog, who's kind of a dog. But he's also a dog, if you know what I mean, when it comes to the ladies. He uh, starts dating a girl who has terminal cancer. And they have such great sex, he decides to marry her because she only has a couple weeks to live. So he figures, what's the downside? (laughs) He can look like a good guy and make her happy. And he gets two weeks of of marital bliss. And he's out of it. And then he's out of it. He was very happy to hear that. Uh, Sadly, though, they find out that her prognosis is even worse than expected when they go to the hospital. And usually Dr. Hartman does all the medical stuff on Family Guy. But this diagnosis was so serious, they had to bring in Dr. Gravitas. Wait, where's Dr. Hartman? I'm afraid Jess's condition is too serious to be announced by Dr. Hartman. So they sent me, Dr. Gravitas. Oh, Uh-oh. boy. Jess, I'll come right out and say it. The cancer did not respond to treatment and has spread throughout your body. You've got approximately two weeks left to live. Oh, my God. Yeah, not a good prognosis for Jess. 
<laughs> and uh, they go through with it, and there's a big wedding, and she's very happy because she's going to at least have her wedding day before she passes away. But the wedding, however, has an unexpected guest drop by. Once again, Dr. Gravitas. Everyone, your attention, please. Dr. Gravitas? That's right. I want to give you two your first gift. These are your latest test results, Jess, and they're remarkable. Meaning what? Meaning Jess is going to live. <laughs> Brian is not happy with that at all. And so they move into his shitty one-room apartment. She has like 12 cats, and she gets her appetite back because she's not sick anymore, and she starts to put on about 100 pounds. She's stretching her sweatpants out, and there's cats everywhere, and Brian is miserable. And in walks a recurring character, which I play on the show, Lou, who is the landlord of the shitty apartment building where Brian now lives since he moved out of the Griffin's house. Here comes Lou. That's Lou, the apartment manager from when Brian moved out. Ain't that something to flip your biscuit? (laughs) What? That's my thing, I say, remember? Oh. Uh, no, I, I can't imagine anyone does. <laughs> they treat me as a sitcom character <laughs> who walks in through the door and has a witty catchphrase. Ain't that something to flip your biscuit or whatever it was. So uh, more of Lou this season, apparently. So you'll see more of me flipping people's biscuits. But that's who I was last night on Family Guy. All right, now it's time to kick off my conversation with this week's celebrity guest, Mr. Brad Williams. If you love comedy, then you must love Brad Williams. Very, very funny guy. He is a little person. It's hard to tell from this interview because you can't see him, but he is, I don't know, how many little people comics do you think are out there? Not that not many, many, right? Not many. I mean, I, I met him when he was just first starting. This yeah. was like 10, 12 years ago. And he's funny beyond that. But yeah. of course, as we talk about uh, in the span of the conversation this week, there's no way around it. You have to address the fact that uh, he's a little person. And he says it makes up a large part of how he sees the world. So here is the beginning of my conversation with my good friend, the very funny Mr. Brad Williams. Well, this is a treat. You know, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, we did one of our live stream video events, and we put the call out to the Garmy. Give us some ideas for people to interview on the show. Who would you like to have sit down opposite me on the microphone and get to know better? And you would be surprised. Well, you wouldn't be surprised because he's here today. But a lot of people said Brad Williams. And for that reason, wow. Here he is. I mean, he. I always wanted to talk to him, but uh, <laughs> the demand insisted that we do it sooner than later. I'm, 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 I'm surprised yet not entirely shocked because at my live shows to this day, people still come up to me and uh, talk about when uh, I had the honor of uh, guest hosting Hollywood Babylon with you. Yes, you're and, one of the few guest hosts we ever had. Yeah, and uh, how much fun that was, and it was, and so to fa- the fact that your fans reached out, uh, that's fantastic well Thank obviously we fans. share a lot of fans because of uh, the k-rock connection as well Absolutely. too you were uh, you were a big part of my time over there at kevin and bean which we'll get into we'll get into all of it yeah um i was thinking though the the, the hollywood babylon thing that was at the lovitz that's how long ago that was john lovitz i'm an <laughs> asshole thank you <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I don't miss that. And then you guys worked there for a minute with your podcast as well. Yeah, the About Last Night podcast was there for a second, but then I wanted to take all the money. Give me your money. What have you earned? It's mine. Yeah. 10%? No. And then he's out of the business. So, yeah, so, so uh, sometimes karma. karma works. Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's start at the beginning. You're a local oh, kid, and I, I mean local to where we are mm-hmm. right now, which is uh, Southern California. Orange, right? Is that where uh, you grew up? Orange County. I was born at St. Joe's Hospital in Orange. Orange? So, yeah, and, and then I grew up in the city of Fullerton. Uh, which, if you're listening to this all over the country, uh, it's pretty much right next to Anaheim. Uh, Disneyland adjacent. Right. That was my first job. Uh, Disneyland. You worked at Disneyland? Yeah. Well, I guess it's sort of, you know, it seems like a rite of passage. Almost everybody <laughs> down there at one point <laughs> ever works for the mouse, right? Yeah, you, you have to. Uh, the, the, the best part was that my job was uh, I, I was not one of the seven, which is what some Everybody goes assume. to that, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my actual job was a bodyguard for the characters. They they call it a character host. Ah, so I I I'd, I'd walk around with them. Uh, uh, you know, if five year old steps on a line, I throw a mean forearm shiver. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of a out. fair fight at that point, yeah, I guess, right? I, I, yeah, at that point, now if some of the teenagers or the, or the adults get rowdy, then I'm sorry, Minnie, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Pluto's on his own. <laughs> the craziest story uh, was one time. A a a, a it, it, and and this speaks to how when people go to Disneyland they su- they suspend their belief that uh, that anything bad can ever happen to them they, they they think well well I'm at Disneyland I'm I'm the happiest place on earth it it, 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 it it's protected right Disney is our overlords <laughs> nothing bad will happen <laughs> so I was with Mickey Mouse one day and. Uh, Mickey is half hour on, half hour off. So, and then I go in and, and get another Mickey Mouse. I mean, no. I mean, there's, there's one, only Mickey, one Mouse. Mickey. I mean, and I would say things like, "Well, Mickey has to go get a quick glass of lemonade, and then he'll be right back." Right. And so this family comes up and is very just like, "Mickey, want a photo? Want a photo? Want a photo?" And I, I go, "Hey, like, I have to take." And th- and this was a, a particularly hot day, mm. so I'm like, "I have to take Mickey." She's gonna, Quick glass of lemonade, but be right back. Stay right here, and in and in a minute, you will have your photo. You will you will be the first one to get the photo with the brand new refreshed <laughs> Mickey Mouse. So and and they just keep begging Mickey photo photo photo, and I'm like, and I'm tugging Mickey, and Mickey's squeezing my wrist, which is the signal to get me the. F out of here. Right, right, right. And, you can uh, curse, by the way. Yeah. It's a podcast. <laughs> okay. My fuck. kid's not around. Yeah, shit, piss, fuck, <laughs> cocks, motherfucker, tits. Okay, mm-hmm. got got through it. Um, so then uh, I'm I'm dragging Mickey away, and then the, the mom in the family yells out, Mickey, like really loud, Mickey. Mickey turns. This mother takes her baby, throws the baby. No way. Lobs the baby. And Mickey just puts out his arms oh. and catches the baby. They grab a quick photo, grab the baby, yell out gracias, and, <laughs> and then book it. Wow. And I then grabbed Mickey and took Mickey backstage to get her lemonade. Uh, and Mickey uh, uh, pulls off her head, and she is sobbing. I can imagine. She's just been so rattled. Yeah, because she's like, what if I drop the baby? I'm like, but you didn't drop the baby, so you're fine. Everything's good. Nice hands, Mickey. Disney magic worked. <laughs> but, like, yeah, that was the craziest part where someone, someone threw their baby. And, like, I have a 
dog and I wouldn't throw the dog. Like, I can't imagine having a baby a, 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 under a year old and just being like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> It'll be and the, right. visual, the, the visuals inside that head cannot be not great, right? Not good. Oh, I, I've, I've tried on the thing. You have, you have the mouth and so you're staring like down and that's it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I have claustrophobia issues so I can't imagine oh, what God. those people go through on a summer's day in Disneyland with those costumes on. Yeah, uh, it if it's up to 90 degrees, then they start cutting down the time to like 25 minutes, 20 minutes. Uh, if, if, if it gets over 105, nobody goes out. Really? Yeah. So if it's over 105, no, you will not see any, uh, uh, he, uh, not face characters, but any heads. Like fully, fully Fuzzies. costume characters. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. You'll see the face characters because they don't have the big head on them. So the princesses will be around. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, they can't take the princesses away. <laughs> there would be riots in Main Street if you don't let someone have their picture with Aurora. As a father of an eight-year-old girl yes. who went through a hardcore Disney princess phase, yes. it is crazy how much passion that particular part of the franchise generates. And I would say, as someone that worked in the park, the uh, the target audience, which was your daughter of, of, of a few years ago, aren't the most passionate fans. No? The most passionate fans are the middle-aged men <laughs> that, <laughs> that come to Disneyland. That's disturbing we, on so many levels. There was a guy, uh, and we called him Mr. Tuesday, because he was there, as you would imagine, every Tuesday. So he was a pass holder. Yeah, he was a pass holder. And uh, he was never mean. He was never disrespectful, but he was there every Tuesday to get his photo with every princess. That was his routine. Wow. And he would do it, never miss a Tuesday. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, right? Like... Because you just know at home he's got those pictures just... Oh, he's got like... Spattered. Yeah, pretty much like every... <laughs> Like you know, the that's why scene, he needs new ones. Yeah, you, you know the scene from Ace Ventura where Ace comes into the Ray Finkel den. It's <laughs> right, that. There's yes. just there's just photos and strings li- lining between people and newspaper headlines. Oh man. Yeah, and there would be not just Mr. Tuesday, but there would be other 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 middle aged men that when they when they they would come, they'd be like, "Hey, uh, where's uh, where's Princess Aurora today?" And I'd be like, "Well, Aurora." And, and I've got to keep she's the sleeping. Magic going. She's yeah. sleeping beauty, for God's sake. That's where she is. I've got, I've got, you know, and I've got to explain that. Uh, see the face. See the face characters. Um, they're they're only available for a, a a certain part of the day. So late later in the day, they're not available, or certain ones aren't. Right. Um, because uh, there's only one person that plays Snow White a day, one person that plays Aurora a day. Oh, really? They don't yeah. shift those uh, those no, characters because they don't want people to see slightly different faces. So Makes you, sense. So you go and you see. That face, and now so all day long. Yeah. When you run to her again, there she is again. Yeah. They yeah. might be in the other park, or they might be in a parade, but they're not going to be the character that's actually out. Gotcha. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'm going. I didn't expect this to turn into a Disney, that <laughs> Disney expose. We're podcast. ripping the cover off I Disney. Am never going to be in a Marvel movie now. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, but yeah, so but yeah, but when the when the middle aged men would come and. Um, Ask like, hey, where's Princess Aurora today? I'd have to be like, ah, oh, she's sleeping, or you know, she's going, or she's going, uh, she's she's on a date with the prince or whatever, <laughs> and they would be furious. Wow, furious. It's uh, the whole adult <laughs> Disney hardcore super fan mm-hmm. thing to me is a little out of whack, I think. There's a screw loose. Absolutely. Uh, the ones who are just 
who are fighting over the pins and stuff. Oh, the they, pin people. The, oh, sweet Jesus, the pin I, people. I, when I go with my kid, I watch the adults and I go, wow, this is... And look, you're talking to a guy who's got a room full of Batman toys. <laughs> so for me to accuse anyone of an arrested childhood or arrested adolescence yeah. is way out of line. Yeah. But I like to think I keep it within the normal parameters Absolutely. of adulthood. Yes. But the hardcore fans who, uh, like you said, who, who who are passionate about getting the pins and the stuff and yeah. finding the, the missing lost Mickeys and the oh. hidden Mickeys and stuff, I just say, wh- how do they... How do they find the time and energy to fill up their life with all that and also hold down a job or also yeah. have a relationship yeah. whether they do or not? Maybe, um, you know, or, or or have a family or whatever. I mean, but I, there there were couples that would go to Disneyland every day of the year. Every day. They, they would show up, and even if it was just for an hour, even if it was to see one parade, even if it was because they just got a Google alert that there's a new type of cookie in one of the <laughs> fucking bakeries. Which you, you you think like who are who are those people? They're out there. Oh yeah, and and like you say, you have you have your Batman. Uh, I'm 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 a huge fan of the Denver Broncos, but I never want to get to the point where if the Broncos lose a game, <laughs> then my then my wife has to like huddle in the corner and be and be afraid of what I'm going to do that day. Right? You know what I mean? Yes. Or or if. If there if there's a funeral that ha- that happens to be on the day of the game, I'm not like, well, sorry, yeah. I'm not going. Or, I'm not bringing them back to life, so there's yeah. no point. <laughs> exactly. I never want to be that kind of fan of anything. Right. I I want to be a fan and have and uh, and collect autographs and uh, have photos or, or, or do or like you have pieces of memorabilia. That's fine. But it's not consuming yeah. your life. Emotional not, perspective is important. It's not everything. If 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 your daughter fell down and bruised herself, <laughs> but then they only had five like uh, new Batmobiles like left on eBay, you wouldn't be like, "Hold on, right? <laughs> this, this auction's almost over. Just put pressure on it." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not like this is the this is a '66 uh, cod piece. I have to have this. Oh, I would like that. <laughs> Adam West's junk was in this cod piece. I, I need this in my life. <laughs> More with Brad tomorrow. Also, we'll hear from Steve Ashton calling in from the UK to give us an update. All the entertainment news and a lot more. I think you're going to like it. So join us back here tomorrow. Same Ralph time, same Ralph channel. Because I love you. I mean it. Bye. <laughs>